What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. My name is Nick. My name is Quinn. And this is Sonny. And on tonight's episode, we are going to be talking about the not Academy Award winning Suicide Squad trailer. And uh, we're going to be talking about some details from upcoming casting for the Marvel Universe. Um, and oof, I meant to say DC, DC Universe. DC Universe. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's how we're starting off. All right. Well, before we uh, step on the uh, wrong foot uh, here, let's go ahead and pull out your phones, pull out your tablets, pull out your uh, little um, phone that you play uh, Snake on. Yeah, pull that one out. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow Twitter TikTok, follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Comics Collective 3 Instagram, Facebook, and Comics Collective. Um, before we jump into this, uh, go ahead and check us out for TikTok for Nick's quick comic pick. We'll have a new one up tomorrow. Uh, definitely keep up with that. It's going to be my recommendation for whatever I read that week. But let's go ahead and talk about this uh, not Academy Award winning Suicide Squad trailer. Oh, it's gonna be getting an Academy Award. You just watch <laughs> for you makeup. That I don't think so. <laughs> not, <laughs> not for makeup. Yeah. <laughs> At the cinem- cinematography. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. I'm gonna put that right on your tombstone, Nick. It's gonna be here. Here lies Nick, the only guy who remembered the uh, Suicide Squad being an Academy Award winner. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so what do you guys think? Oh my god. <laughs> this movie. I am wickedly excited about this movie. Uh, and even more so now that I got to see Starro in the trailer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I, crazy. Yeah, I've I've always been a like a, a weird fan of Starro because he is just borderline ridiculous and they know it and that's why I think DC is using him. Um, <laughs> uh, Justice League's first villain. It is, it is, and a lot of people probably don't know that. I, I bet you if you just walked up on um, to anybody on the street, it's just like who's their first villain. I bet you that won't even be in their five answers. Nope. Um <laughs> But uh man, I'm I'm just so excited about this movie. I have my theories as to who I think is going to die in this movie, because we have a giant cast of characters. And yeah. um, I think the ones that you're going to least expect it are going to come out. Uh, I, I think Harley is a shoe in for um, for making it out alive. She is way too popular to kill unless they want to do that to shock us. <laughs> no, yeah, right. she ain't done. No, yeah. No, they, Margot Robbie loves Harley Quinn too much, and she's a s- successful uh, actress in her own right. They're like, nah, they ain't gonna do that. Yeah. But um, I honestly think that uh, James Gunn, which is really funny, a couple years ago we probably would have called him a you know B-list director, uh, has really proved himself, especially with Guardians, and that's why I think they tapped him for this film. Um, but he has this really good way of taking the weird and making it acceptable. Um, and so that's why I think that characters like uh, Pokemon, Polka Dot Man and... Uh, and uh, the weasel are going to end up like fan favorites. Uh, I'm, I'm almost 100% banking on Polka Dot Man uh, dying early. No, I don't uh, think he's going to die early. Really? He was there. You think he, he's going to survive? He was, he was there with Starro in the trailer. Oh, uh, okay. 
Um, I, we do kind of... I'm just either assuming that Javelin is dying early because I saw Harley in the trailer with, the ja- with his Javelin in her hand. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't think Javelin's making it very far. Um, and, uh, man, I, I kind of think... Um, Oh gosh, what is his name that uh, Idris Elba is playing? Black Spider. Yeah, I don't think he's. I mean, gonna, I not Black Spider. Uh, Bloodsport. Blood. Idris Elba's staying around. Come on now, dude. You think so? Yeah. I don't know, and I know that Pete Davids is not gonna not gonna survive. No, um, fuck no. Yeah, they, they've already said they, <laughs> he's, they already said he's a he's he's definitely gonna be a cameo. I also think that. Um, uh, oh gosh, what is his name? He uses him in like every one of his movies. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Uh, I, oh. I I think he he's probably <laughs> going to be done pretty early. <laughs> oh hell yeah, that guy is so funny, <laughs> dude. I I love him. And in another universe, he was going to be on posters in Guardians of the Galaxy two on Earth for a um for a uh he was supposed to be playing essentially the guy who was going to become Wonder Man later down the road. Well, um, another news that came out too, he's playing Simon Williams in the Modoc Modoc show on Hulu. Oh, that's cool. I still can't believe that show survived, considering that a bunch of shows that were coming out with that one got canceled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the Suicide Squad is in my long laundry list of things on HBO Max that I am very, very excited to watch. But I want to hear yeah. from you guys. Who wants? Who wants to? Who wants to uh, either proclaim proclaim their love or hate for this movie before it comes out? <laughs> oh, just, there's no hate in it at all. I'm like, I love Suicide Squad. I love that they have all the characters looking like their uh, traditional ways, like Rick Flag with his yellow shirt. Yeah, um, on a he, look, he, look, he, <laughs> he, he looks a lot more chill than he did in the other movie. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing. That's one of the ones. One of the things about the other Suicide Squad movie, I didn't really like too much. He was like way too serious. Do we think that but, Boomerang's surviving? I know he's a returning cast member. Does that, but the, does that make him safe? Yeah, he's safe. Huh, okay. What do you think, Nick? He's a fan. He's a fan favorite. Uh, yeah. No, I think he's gonna stay. Um, huh. Yeah, it's just all the extra people's gonna be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also find it interesting because I wanted to talk about this, especially because Sonny has a stake in this. Uh, so Warner Brothers has, has like officially came out within the last couple of weeks uh, to say that there's definitely no air cut. And then I heard on YouTube from uh, these these guys who do another podcast, uh, they think their reasoning is because that would conflict with marketing and make confusion for this new movie. And I was like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. That doesn't mean that nah, it's totally it, off mm. the table, but I don't think doing it right now is the smart move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's just more bullshit from Warner Brothers. They suck dick. Well, I think that they just want to, they really want to distance this movie from the last movie to not confuse it with being a sequel or a prequel. Who cares? Me, if so, that's the thing. Who cares? It, so, if we've like, seen anything from uh, the Justice League movie, it's that who knows what's going to happen with that cut. You know, it, I'm sure it's not as drastically different as the Justice League movie, but maybe it'll put Joker in a better light and maybe yeah. it'll make people want there to be another one. Yeah. And have, have, have your boy doing both shows and shit. I wouldn't mind him doing both goddamn. Not shows, but both movies, Guardians and Suicide Squad movies. And shit. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, man, Guardians 3 seems like it's just so far down the road. I, I keep having to remind myself that's definitely coming. Like, we're going to see a Christmas special before we even get the movie. 
right. Jesus. Forgot about that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Because that was like <laughs> hidden under all the other announcements of new stuff that were like, oh, yeah, and the Guardians Christmas special. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, is a, which is a big deal. But like. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I was just thinking about like everybody's talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. And then the guy in the back's <laughs> like, Guardians Christmas special. <laughs> God, you know what? Nothing can be worse than the Star Wars Christmas special that we all pretend didn't happen. So you know what? It's all up from there. Oh man! Oh man! So, so Nick, what what is your hype about this movie? Are you interested at all? So I'm I'm very excited. I'm also on the edge of weary. Um, just because I know the last Suicide Squad movie did not do too well, and I know it's a, like a completely different take and all that, but mm-hmm. I mean, we have some same actors, so who's to say that it won't be some kind of relation to it? You know? Hmm. I think it just talks shit. I think it's, it's all related, man. Like, you got the same Amanda Waller, you got the same Harley, you got the same Rick Flag, you got the same Boomerang. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just say it's, it's, it's like further ahead in the town. Uh, would it be in the past, actually? No, because that was their first mission. The first movie was in. The first movie was their first mission. It's Task Force X. Mm. Okay, and that's why their relationship changed. That's why he's like, "Yeah, we gotta go save her. We don't leave anybody behind," and all that shit. So let's play a little trivia here, because I learned this really interesting tidbit. I want to know if you guys knew this. Do you guys know in the trailer who the person is that injected them with the with the nanites inside their skull? Ostrander, the, the creator. My guy, <laughs> John Ostrander. I think that the, I think if anybody was to get a cameo like that, I'm mm. glad that that was what his role was to, to be doing <laughs> was to be injecting yeah. the same thing that's going to blow them up if they don't stay in line. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the cameo inside the Winter Soldier where they're reprogramming him, and Ed Brubaker's the one doing it. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, it's pretty dope. I'm I'm glad that these guys who like, you know, uh, did did these you know seminal runs actually get to be a part of it more mm-hmm. more than just maybe like giving some cliff notes and ideas. They're like, hey, you want to like jump in the scene? And they're like, okay. And they get to be a, they get to be a part of uh, something that they created. I think that's really cool. You know. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it's, it's also mm-hmm. kind of like you know how Marvel and even like the DC TV shows they uh, the, they typically bring in the actors who used to play that character at some point in time. Uh, you know? Yeah, John John Wesley Shipp playing um, playing uh, Earth Two uh, Flash, which is yeah. really cool. And then like all the little Marvel cameos, like in the Ant Man movie, one that I just found out today was. Um, there's a scene where he falls onto a car and the guy in the car is actually the guy who played an ant man who played ant man in like a 1970s or 60s version or something like that huh yeah so i didn't know ant man was in something else yeah right i didn't know that either but yeah like it's uh those little tidbits of them throwing people in there like that it's it's wild yeah, as long as we don't get the guy who played Captain America in those like crappy movies. <laughs> I want you mean, I want the you mean, you mean Brown, bro? Yeah. What I want is the Spider-Man that we see on those Japanese TV shows. That's Super what I want. Spider-Man. 
<laughs> I I showed somebody the the honest trailer for Supida Man recently, and they were just like, "What is this? Who who over in Japan was like, hey, let's do Spider Man, but let's do none of that." <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know. <laughs> oh man, run around with guns, and his catchphrase was something like "Supida Man, uh, emissary of evil," or something like that. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Oh, money. That's all. Oh, oh man. God. You know, I wouldn't mind him showing up in um, the uh, the next Spider-Verse movie. That would be there, pretty cool. There we go. He was supposed to be. Ooh. Let's make it happen, Captain. <laughs> the show is already being filmed. Yeah, man. I can't wait for the next one. That that la- the the spy the Spider Verse movie man I mm-hmm. I really love the the art it took some getting used to in theaters and then yeah. once I did I like really had a good appreciation for that because it was just so different from what everything else animated was coming out with oh yeah you know it was flashy it wasn't too like everything wasn't too round but uh yeah man I well, except for the Kingpin man Kingpin was large <laughs> <laughs> but you know what he was in charge. He was in charge. <laughs> he was in charge. <laughs> all right, so I guess we should hop over to our next thing, which I am really excited about, and I feel like this movie is already coming out kind of late, but I will take it. Uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods finally has uh, has a new cast member in Helen Mirren, somebody who I never thought I'd see in a superhero movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she is apparently playing, and I know I'm going to butcher the name of this character, she's playing Hespera, who is the daughter of Atlas, and she is a brand new character that is going to be folded into this new movie. Now, it's unclear as to whether she is definitely playing the villain or she is just playing another ally to Shazam, but I am very excited because the A in Shazam, I believe, is for Atlas, so he has part of Atlas's strengths. Oh, he has Atlas' strengths. Yes. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's where that connection comes in. But even on comic book resources, they say that they do not know whether uh, whether Helen Mirren is going to be on the side of Billy Batson or if he's or if she's going to be a villain. But I would be very interested to see what happens. I'm just excited we're getting a Shazam too because there for a minute I was like, I hope they hurry up with this because those kids are gonna start getting older. Yeah. Um, that's fine to go. They still change bodies, remember? Yeah, yeah, and I and I wonder if we're going to be seeing more of the adult can- counterparts to all those kids in this movie, like mm-hmm. we did the last movie, like right at the very end. Yeah, well, I'm sure the book is the the you read the book is they do they still show up in the book in the the comic book all the time? They they're they're hardly ever kids. But um, mm. but yeah, they're they're yeah, <laughs> they're they're hardly ever kids because uh the last the last run that was being written was uh by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, mm-hmm. and in yeah. that run it was about Shazam in the Seven Magic Lands, which they haven't really touched upon in the um in the actual movies. But yeah. essentially, they were pairing off two by two to basically visit these other lands that were like cut off from Earth. And uh, trying to like figure out why they were so uh, separated when at some point magic flow, flowed freely through all these different lands and people could come in and out of these you know different places. And that's where like Talkie Tawny comes out from. And like that's where Mr. Mind comes from the monster lands. And it like gave good connective tissue to all of that. 
And so uh, I'm really excited to see what's going to be happening with this new movie uh, because I, I really like the the comedy that they brought to Shazam. Uh, also kind mm-hmm. of balancing the heroics. It was one of my favorite DC films. I know um, some other people I know that didn't really love it as much as I did, but I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. Now, do you guys think that they're going to end up doing anything with this leftover scrap of what is DC? Uh, in terms of what? In terms like, of uh, culmination, you're talking like, about like having like a like an MCU bring, type feel. Yeah, like bringing everything together. Um, yeah, it, it, it's I think at this point they're just gonna do what they want to do, yeah. which is a thing, because then they, they they don't have their hands tied up in everything. They just like, oh yeah, we're gonna do it this way. And I you know, and I, honestly, I, I pushed back against that to begin with, but now that I think about it, I think. If everyone just focuses on storytelling and not why it can, why Green Lantern connects to Flash, which connects to Cyborg, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody could have a stronger story that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not not to their own fault, but they they just didn't do what Marvel did, and they didn't do it in the in the the time that Marvel did. So I think that it's fine if they all exist within the same world, but don't always have to acknowledge each other. Yeah. Well, I think they should have little things in it to acknowledge each other. Like, oh, Green Lantern saves such and such. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. He, he doesn't have to with, uh, cool. Yeah, it's the same thing with like Shazam. Like, I mean, they had tons and tons of Easter eggs and references to BVS. Yeah. You know, um, I forget which one of the kids has like one of the Batman batarangs, and they argue about whether it's even real or not. And then, yeah, you know, they're constantly comparing Shazam to Superman and who would be faster and like, you know, little stuff like that. Um, I'm kind of upset still that um, I remember when the first movie was filming, apparently they couldn't make it work. They really wanted to have a Superman cameo. Yep. um, At the very end. Uh, He he had a cameo. Uh, Kind of. (laughs) It was a cameo. It just wasn't convincing. He was there. Yeah. They acknowledged he was Superman. All the kids in the room did. He was there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'm really excited about a new a new Shazam movie. Um, Helen Mirren uh, is like a treasure in Hollywood, and so I'm sh- I'm shocked that she's not of that like older guard that like scoffs at superhero movies doing like oh. big numbers at the box office. She's fucking smart. That's why she well, keeps her mouth closed. Yeah, checks. You know what I mean? She's like, look at man. yeah. You know, she like she may not like it, but guess what? That's that's it keeps them relevant. Look what you got. Anthony Hopkins did a Transformers movie, like yeah, and and you know, and you know Thor I mean? on top of that, yeah. So you know, I think he did he did Thor because Ken Brogna, honestly, but he just stayed with it because he liked the character, yeah, or, or just the people on the on the set. You know but what at I mean? least he gave it a but, chance. He could have been like you know, I'm not just an actor. I'm a thespian, and you know, I believe that. You know, uh, this is like, you know, just the trend and yada, yada. You know how like Hugo Weaving was like all over the MCU and how much he hated it after he did it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Hugo. Yeah. I I like Hugo Weaving. But after he made that statement, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. How many years can this trend go on for? It's been going on for how When was the first Marvel movie that came out? Uh, 2008, I think. Like it's been going on before that, I'd say, but since at least 2008. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it keep going. It's just like you just gotta have good shit. You can't have garbage movies like we did in the nineties. Well, I mean, shit. yeah, that's you know that, I mean? that's my point. Like, it's not it's not a fucking trend. Like, 
What's people not? Are, yeah, I was gonna say every like, movie is different. Like you have a you have the comedies, right. you have the action adventure stuff, you have, you know, uh, the the like the the spy kind of movies. Yeah, and um, then if you go to the TV side, you have the more dramatic and the sappy love and that and this and that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I think it still has it definitely still has a few more years in the gas tank. It just really depends mm-hmm. on. I mean, honestly, how the how the market dictates. I mean, some some fans that were casual fans might might have looked at Endgame and saw that as like a finale, and then they're done and they're not interested in it anymore. But right. we just we just don't know what that's going to look like after I think the pandemic is over and people start showing up in the theaters the way that they used to. Yeah. Um, because I think Black Widow is going to be a hard indicator to see what that's going to look like, considering that's going to be on Premier Access and that's going to go to theaters in July. And we don't know what the world's going to look like in July yet. So, uh, so yeah, I, okay, I guess I got I kind of agree with that. I disagree with that. Right. Because you have because uh, you got Godzilla that's like made one hundred twenty five million. Yeah, but do they do they release like their viewership numbers on HBO Max? Do you know? No, they come about 125 million in theaters in China. Oh, okay. I mean, China's definitely their market for that kind of movie. But I wonder if Black Widow right. is going to get that same kind of love. I mean, it would be. I mean, they screwed the pooch on it by releasing it. So goddamn, it's been. They should have been it's released. Been pushed back, I think, four or five times. I can't remember. This should have been released. Yeah. Because it was supposed to come out in like what May of last year, if that. It it was definitely around when the pandemic started, if not before. Yeah, it was. I think it was before. It was supposed to come out before that April, because yeah. we we had got out of at our job. We had got out of work for it, and it was supposed to be. I think like that that next month. So yeah, I think it was like April. Around it was like time. April or May. Yeah. Because yeah. that was going to be like their leading into summer box office release, and I, mean, that, I don't think that's we were crazy expecting too. to see anything else after that. Like, um, I mean, it's pretty much it's got to be done. So, like, what's are they really? Are oh, they, it's, it's fucking. Are they nuts. literally Definitely. just waiting for like the right timing? Yeah, because I think that when you spend a certain amount of money, especially being like Disney in particular, if they spend a lot of money on something, they want like to find that sweet spot of when where could they get their very best returns instead mm-hmm. of like okay returns. And like they probably could have put it on Disney Premier Access and just that. But I think that that would have hurt them in sales in the long mm. run because because I mean even me now I'm like do I really want to pay thirty dollars to see this at home or do I want to go to the theater in July? Right. You uh, know. I'm I'm not paying. Yeah, I mean, there's thirty dollars. Like I'm right, good. Like thirty dollars was maybe a desperate move if you had a couple of kids in the middle of like the lockdown that we had and mm. that was your only option. I could see it as being like a good, like a nice kids' night for something like Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, but I, yeah, with with uh, with Black Widow, I don't know. There's there, I I just don't know. Like I said, I don't know what July is gonna look like. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, I'm uh, I, I'm interested to see how this movie's gonna perform for one and two, whether the movie is good. Um, because this is our first this is our first venture back into uh post endgame if we're not counting the TV show. True. Yeah, movie wise, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, but yeah. But this wasn't post Endgame. I think this was like after Civil War. Uh, I mean, yeah, timeline wise, yeah. I'm just talking about like in in movie order. You know, this is this would be Marvel's next movie after Endgame. Yeah. But um, but, you know, I, I don't really count Spider Man because that was also a Sony Pictures thing too. Which man, I feel like that's been so long since that last Spider Man movie came out. You don't, you don't count Spider Man. <laughs> I don't count Spider Man as part of the same thing. Well, it's, it's a Sony Sony property. That's why. It's still all yeah, right. I mean, I, I I get what you're saying. Like you're saying, yeah, it's part of the MCU. I totally get that. But I'm just saying, like, this is a character that we've been with since the first Avengers. Well, that I lied. Uh, Iron Man two, and we haven't had an outing with her, so we don't really know what her like what a movie with just her is going to look like yet. So I'm interested. I'm interested to see what it's going to be. I yeah. Mean, shit, uh, I'm still looking forward to seeing anything about the Eternals too. I'm surprised that we haven't gotten literally even images from that movie. I mean, we haven't even gotten like a "Here's your cast and what they look like in the movie" kind of thing. Uh, it's it's been stuff online for it, like with their suits and shit like. Oh, that. Oh, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, if you have any pictures of like Black Knight and Cersei, I would love to see that. No, that's what they haven't showed. Oh, okay. They haven't showed Black Knight yet. Because like that, that but I mean, he's going to knock that dude. He's going to knock it out of the park anyway. He was on Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I think he was. Is he the right one? No, I'm thinking about the other guy. No, the, the guy. No, yeah, yeah. He was on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Is it the same dude he that was, played uh, John Snow? John Snow, right? Yeah, John Snow. Shit. <laughs> hope, I'm, hope I'm. Hope I'm not fucking it up. No, shit. we're right. <laughs> being racist, like they all look alike. Um, Damn white people, they all look alike. <laughs> as long as you're like, oh yes, yeah, Adam Driver. You know, it's no, another white uh-huh. guy with curly black hair. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Adam Adam Driver, shit. I love Adam Driver. Though. God, can you imagine Adam Driver playing Kylo Ren, but he's now playing Black Knight? Thanks for typecasting that shit. The same attitude and everything. I want to love you, sir. And then it would be even funnier when he meets Black Widow because they were in another movie where they were both married. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Marriage Story, go see it. It's a good movie. But uh, anyway, I guess we should dive into some uh, comic picks today. Yeah. So, uh, so Nick, we haven't heard from you. I remember last podcast you weren't able to join us. I would love to hear what you're reading. Yeah. Um, so, actually, just finished today the newest issue of um, White Knight Harley Quinn. Uh, that I'm telling you, man, it's a completely different universe, and it is still blowing my mind on what they're doing with it. I'm really glad to hear that because I knew it wasn't even the same creative team that was doing that book. So I was a little skeptical if somebody else was playing in their sandbox, but I'm glad to hear that it did well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, just the seeing everybody in these like different type roles. I mean, you have Jason Todd, who's pretty much the head of uh, the pol- uh, prison that Batman's currently in, and then uh, yep, it's it's just a wild <laughs> ride, man. It's just a oh, wild so ride. does it to make sure Batman so Batman doesn't escape? Yeah. So does this pick up like right after Curse of the White Knight? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Nice. Okay. He's he, he, like he's in jail and shit. And- cool. 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 So, do you, is, is, is Harley and um, 
Bruce a thing or mm, no? I think I think they have appreciation for each other. Yeah, it's it's danced around it, like like the, like Quinn said. Yeah, it's, it's, it's danced around it, but it's just more of an appreciation. Because the that conversation they had when he was in the um, in the yeah. cell, I mean, not the cell, but the glass. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it's it's different. I like yeah. it. Yeah, and I and I and mean, it, in it this makes, issue, like he, it kind of escapes prison to go sit, try to save her. So, hmm. but yeah, well, it, it's different. Yeah. Like, I love that universe. Yeah, man. I mean, the way that they do Joker too. Like, I I never thought that we could see a different real a really different take on Joker. But I think la- last year definitely showed us that we could with Killer Smile, uh, White Knight. Um, what was another good one? I think those are the only two I can think of off the top of my head. But I mean, uh, those two. Go yeah, I was going to say uh, if you're also including Deceased in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those uh, those three right there, they just take it to a different level, you know? Yeah, black DC's black label has been mm-hmm. killing it. Yeah, like they have a lot of good shit, man. And I'm also really, like, I'm also really glad they didn't abandon their other um, Earth One label either, because they've had a new release with even Wonder Woman as yeah, of like, the last that. couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did the new one come yes. out? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the final one in the trilogy. Uh, I know you weren't the biggest fan so- of it. Nah, that's stupid. <laughs> and I, and that's, that's somebody like Wonder Woman too. So, yeah, I, I mean, I really like the take on it, but I'm also a Grant Morrison fan, so I know he's hit or miss with some people. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, like Black Label has been killing it. I just wish that they would stay with constant stuff coming out. I think the only thing that's coming out right now from Black Label now that Harley Quinn is done. Is uh, that that uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey? And I have yeah, me either. I mean, it's Amanda Connor, so it's not going to be it's not going to be looked at like oh, this is garbage because it's nothing she does is like trash. God, she's been. It's just like when it was book to come out, it's like oh yeah, Amanda Connor book, and people just pick it up and shit just because. Yeah, she has a long history of writing women anyway. And so you right, know, right, like, right. I get it, but I'm just I'm, I'm surprised that I didn't hear a ton about it. Um, right, you should. You're right, though. It should be talked about more. Yeah, but it's just not. Maybe it's just timing. I wonder if they would have timed it better with, like, let's say this new Suicide Squad release. Maybe it would have gotten more coverage, just because they have an overlapping character it, in it. Well, well, the funny thing was it came out with the. Um, it started with with the uh, black uh, birds of prey. Because it's essentially all the characters from Birds of Prey. Are it is, yeah, yeah, but it like just started recently, which is weird that they didn't. It started a while ago. They on like issue six. Are they? Are we talking about the same book? Yeah, yeah, the big oversized yeah. prey book. Yeah, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Yeah. It's okay, been out because the other day all I saw on the shelf was just an issue one, and so I was like, "That this must be new." <laughs> it's like a new. It's probably like a new print Maybe. of it. But um, yeah, is there anything else that you've been reading lately, Nick? I know you have a, a different pull list than both uh, Sonny and I both. Oh my god, um, nothing's really, nothing else has really come out that's been different aside from Future State. Um, but 
I mean, Infinite Frontier. I didn't get a chance to go to the store today to pick stuff up, but I mean, Infinite Frontier mm-hmm. with number zero is just good, man. I mean, yeah, it, I don't, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, I told Sonny the other day that literally off of your recommendation, go go follow us on uh, on uh, um, anything. TikTok, TikTok mostly. Uh, but I went. I actually went to the comic shop on Saturday to go pick it up. Uh-huh. There's there's no issues left. Nothing. Not even a variant. Damn. Really? So, uh, yeah, because apparently it's a first appearance book. So, uh, yeah, I missed the boat on that. Damn. Uh, with uh, with final form, Dark Side apparently is uh, considered a a new character. Wow. Okay. Well. <sighs> yep. But like uh, you know, he's got I'll, some money in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah. So uh, I wanted to check that out. But what I did end up picking up myself was mm-hmm. uh, I'm late to the game. Uh, Sonny, I checked out Berserker. Um, they yeah. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, they announced that they, that they were going to make a film off of it already, and there's only one issue out. Um, and, yeah, uh, I think they were in a pipeline just because of Keanu. Yeah, so, uh, so Nick, this was uh, Keanu Reeve and Matt Kindit's book over at Boom, which mm-hmm. has been making a lot of really good books lately. Um, like, Boom really stepped it up this year. Um, I think once they got that Power Rangers license, yeah. right? Yeah. It just went. They just uh, kick it but into even, overdrive. But even like no, their, no their independent properties that like aren't things that they already like purchased that were existing. Like something is killing the children. Won an award this year. Once in future also won an award this year. And Berserker came out and sold out immediately. And now it's a, you know, now it's going to be a movie, um, hopefully. But uh, yeah, it's about this like uh, this yeah. soldier. Oh. It's about this soldier who's essentially mm-hmm. immortal. And uh, he keeps having uh, flashbacks, finally, as to, like, possibly his origins. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really mm-hmm. interesting. And it, it reminds me a lot of, like, John Wick, because the first the, the whole first issue is him, like, taking on a bunch of goons, like, all by himself. Like, literally getting his hand blown off, his arm torn off. Like, it, it, it was a big... Like, he, he looked like he was, you know, on the brink of death walking back into the helicopter at the end of the first mission. Um, and you know, they, they have this like whole division for whatever like government he's working for just to like fix him up (laughs) because he can't die. That's his one wish is that he wishes that he, he, uh, he doesn't wish to die, but he wishes that he can die, Uh. you know, like knowing, knowing that he, knowing that he has no, uh, I, I guess no, no way to, to actually like end his life permanently, um, but on the operating table, he finally has like a vision of uh, his own birth, and hmm. he comes from like literally the dawn of man. Like I guess one of the first Neanderthals like actually gave birth to him, okay. and like it hasn't been explored as to why he is immortal or like what he's doing. But it was really it was really action packed in the way that the art was all done. Um, yeah, wrong yeah. I mean, the art the art was really stellar, and the main character is being drawn just as Keanu Reeves, and so uh, I mean, we can we can see ex- exactly where that casting is. So it's really cool in my mind knowing now that this could be a film adaptation. Reading through this, uh, it, it's definitely going to be really cool. But um, yeah, Sonny, is there anything else that you've been reading that you wanted to to t- take a mention on? No, I read um I read Cable. Cable was pretty good. 
they're trying to bring how to pretty much the story just have young cable fighting strife again hmm. and um his kid he's kidnapping babies mutant okay. babies but we don't know we don't know what he's fucking using you know what he's telling the babies for so he's trying to get help from like uh emma frost uh, he tried to get help from his dad, but his dad's like, yeah, you need to take care of this on mm-hmm. your own because oh, you need to not prove yourself. He's still also he's also still shook up from X of Swords, too, because he, you know, spoiler, he got his ass. Um, but, yeah, you know, everybody's afraid. So one of the parts in the story is like um, he's like everyone was people know who he mm-hmm. is, but they like everyone was afraid of Cable, but they're not afraid of young Cable. You know what I mean? So when they look at Cable, they like, you know, they look at Young Cable like, yeah, you're not tough at all and shit. Hmm. You know I mean, because he is a kid, so. But he's like, yeah, you know, no one's afraid of him. And he's trying to remedy that situation. But I think, it, you know, one of the re- revelations at the end of the book was like, I'm going to have to go back and get, the, I'm going to have to go back and get the big guy. And they, at the end of the book, they showed a picture of like old man Cable and shit. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, so let's, so let's hope they. I, I, I would. It would be a good dynamic if they had like a young cable and old cable mm-hmm. together, but different timelines. Yeah. How would that? Like, how would that work? Would that create like a paradox? No, because they because the, the way time is, it wouldn't. Because huh. that's how he, he killed them and nothing happened. But if he can bring them back and they can run concurrently with each other. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So that would be that would be kind of cool because then he would learn from old man cable. Yeah. From you know what I mean, like he would learn like stuff from him, like his history and whatnot, and then Hope would have two dads, so that would be a whole crazy thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm uh I'm really excited. Speaking of the X books, really excited for uh Nick. I know that you may have not heard about it, but um the Hellfire Gala. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I gotta make sure I get that book. Is that the one with Nightcrawler yeah. on the? front cover no so this is going to be like another mini event that's going to span through a couple of different x books again uh-huh. uh it's not going to be nearly as many as x of swords but this is essentially going to be like like a big celebration of x-men um to finally like announce the new team of who is going to actually uh join the x like the x-men team proper because uh-huh. as of right now we still don't even have a x-men team like an official sanctioned team yeah. it's just been like we've been following like this group of mutants or that group of mutants for like literally almost 18 issues now yeah. so i guess this is going right. to tighten up that book and like you're going to create like an official team which i guess is going to be like their strike team on the island i think what they're going to do with that is they're going to have um they're going to have a new number one the x-men book will still be out but they'll bring out uncanny x-men again could be and have, and that'll be the new team book, and then X, all the all the shit with Krakoa and all that mm-hmm. stuff will be dealt with in the X Men book, which will make it a lot. Could of be. Sense. We haven't seen any solicit, solicits for anything like that, and we have solicits up until the end of the summer so far. So if they do, it's probably going to be like way down the line. But um, but I'm I'm I mean I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I mean Hickman, I love that he. Well, I can't give all the credit to him, but I, I feel like everyone in the X-Men writer's room now, like, talks to each other, and that's why and that's that's how it should the be. books are, are going well. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because, I mean, it was the same thing with, you know, Hickman has always kind of had his own universe 
where he might be writing like two or three books at a time and like making them all connect. But mm-hmm. now he's got like a team of people like Jerry Dugan, who's on a couple of different X books and like Simon Spur, who's on a couple of X-Men books and, you know, Tini Howard and yeah. all those guys. And, um, you know, making it so that this all like could work and click. I just wonder how long you're planning on doing this. Cause, um, because uh, with with Hickman, he usually does things for like a couple of years and then like ends it naturally, so that a new creative team can come on, like he did with the Avengers, like he did with Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm I'm really liking this era. We're now in like the second era of X Men, the reign of X, and so um, so I'm really I'm really uh, interested to see what like this year two of the book brings <laughs> yeah it's been uh it's been a crazy ride so far man i mean yeah it has <laughs> i'm definitely glad i jumped on when i did you know um and able to get in on the ground floor as far as mm-hmm. starting into this yeah i'm, I'm waiting for uh one of our extra sword uh-huh. books come in so Quinn can read as so, shit. Yeah, as of right now, I, I don't know what's going on with Amazon. I, my order key is being pushed back. Now it's saying April 20th. Damn. So, what yeah. Was it originally? Uh, it was supposed to be... <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be quite a while ago, and then it even got delayed in stores, but then Randy, our comic book shop owner, he got it, he got the actual book in like three weeks ago. So I'm wondering uh, what's going on that Amazon for once can't fulfill pre-orders the way that they always have. Like I've pre-ordered stuff from them before and gotten it early. Oh yeah. Um, but for some reason, this X Swords book, something's happening. Like even even when our shop owner got it, he could only get one copy. So I don't know if they didn't print enough or there was some kind of issue with their printing company or what it was, but I am patiently, patiently waiting for this event. I hope it lives up to the hype. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, printer company and all that, I did want to touch on this uh, really quick. Uh, I know we're approaching uh, 45 minutes here before we head off is uh, the Diamond and Marvel thing. Oof, yeah. company. Yeah, a lot of people was excited about it. Because a, a smaller company. Yeah, um, I I think that in the long term, see, unlike DC's deal, this is where I I don't want to have people call me on my shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so unlike the DC deal, I think Marvel is going with a publishing house that may not benefit um, Diamond. I mean, they, you can still order books through Diamond that right. they're not like completely cutting ties, mm-hmm. but they're, the majority of their books are going to Penguin Random House. But being with them, at least that expands their opportunities to go into more mainstream places like Walmart, Target, uh, Barnes & Noble, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, and so I feel like for them in the long term, it will be a good deal for them. Now, whether that whether that translates later down the line for Diamond, that's what, who I'm really concerned about. Uh, because Diamond, as of right now, are still exclusive with all of the smaller publishers uh-huh. and and image. I, I hate to call image a small publisher now, um, but but uh, okay. I mean images images outpacing DC right now. So I can't call them a small a small company. Yeah. Um, but, but 
And they small because of the fact that no one knows. I mean, if, if you don't read comics, you don't know about any yeah, comics. That's that's why Marvel, they're small. Yeah. But in, but in pure no, in pure right. numbers, they're up there with the big two. 100%. But they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have um, image and they're gonna have all the smaller publishers, uh, every, everything from aftershock to image. Um, but I don't know if that's gonna like not be enough for diamond. That's what I'm wondering. And so I wonder if eventually there's there's gonna be a, like a dissolve of that company. Sadly, um, right. I mean diamond hasn't been around forever. Diamond is still relatively new. Um, Diamond came on the scene what in the 80s? It, it hasn't been know. long because Diamond is owned by um, Steve Jeppy, who owned his own comic book store here where we live. And so he after he after he closed <laughs> that store, then he started Diamond. So it really hasn't been all that long. So we can't say this has been like a like a like a long, like a long-term company, but like it's all—it's all I've ever known. Now, I, when I when I worked at a comic book store, that was the only place you can get comics from. Thinking even longer term, a fear for people like you know the local comic shops. Um, I mean, yeah, it might cost more per book for everybody in the long run, and yeah. what. What kind of confuses me, and it, and it made my head scratch too when someone brought this up online. Uh, mm-hmm. Why is Marvel going with Penguin Random House? They don't own Penguin Random House, but they do own their own publishing company. <laughs> so it makes me it, it makes me wonder why Disney, as a publishing arm, didn't publish their own comic books. Right. Yeah, that's it, weird. It did. It did make me wonder. I wonder if they wanted to separate it. For one reason or another, mm-hmm. huh. but yeah, someone brought that up online. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, they do. They do publish their own books." <laughs> like, now, like I'm sure they have the resources. <laughs> what do you guys think in terms of, uh, like, possibly if if we're talking, you know, comics getting into tar- your targets, your WalMarts, are 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 we? talking biggest selection are we thinking like your your main go-to's or nah you're gonna see your avengers your justice leagues your batman your superman your spider-man i i don't know if they're gonna have the full offering or even half the offering i don't think we're gonna see taskmaster or you know smaller books like that thunderbolts yeah justice league odyssey i doubt we'd we'd see that kind of stuff on the on walmart shelf there's gonna be your premiere stuff, and if it does, if it is, it'll yeah. be like yeah, okay. yeah, gotcha. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be single issues at all. Okay, no, no, um, because they they kind of already tried that, but they didn't really try hard with that DC. Yeah, like they had those like Walmart exclusive books. That's right, but I they forgot were, about that. Yeah, but they they weren't very. They weren't the same as what you were getting in the comic shop. They were like their own stories. Yeah. And so yeah. even comic shop owners were a little frustrated that they were books that they couldn't offer, but in the long run, like it wasn't important. It, so, well, some of the books weren't important, but some of them were because like some of the books ended up being worth a lot of money and shit. Cause they had, but like you say, the uh, first introduction yeah. to something. 
I mean, there's there's always going to be that in the comic book market. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they needed something like that, I guess, if they wanted people to go out and get it. But every time I saw it, it was, like, in a small little end cap by, like, the baseball cards, like, shoved in a corner. Uh-huh. And so it didn't really have a place. Like, if they were to have a small ink cap by, like, the actual book section in, like, Walmarts and Targets, I think that they would do better there. 100%. You know, that's that's usually stacked right by the DVD section, which you yeah. can also find Marvel and DC movies. So, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know how you know our retailer feels about possibly having to order from two different places because right now they have to order through i think it's a lunar books for dc mm-hmm. and then eventually they'll have to maybe order from penguin random house if you wanted a bulk selection if you if you want to get a few books you can still go through diamond right so i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens yeah. if anything it's going to make new comic book days really interesting because if all of your books don't show up all at the exact same time. It might be one of those cases where like, you know, DC books are coming out on Tuesdays, but then like the Wednesday shipment doesn't come in on times. So then you got to tell people like to show up on a Thursday. <laughs> so it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm sure there's going to be some hiccups that they'll have to work out, but we'll see. Oh yeah. But anybody have any final thoughts here? Um. Yeah. Go. Go read some new stuff over at Marvel and DC. They uh, DC in particular has a lot of big books coming out. So go support your local comic book shop. Yeah, as always, support any local business, uh, comic book shop, uh, pizza shop. Um, what's another local? Support your local Taco Bell. They need you too. <laughs> they absolutely take out of business. <laughs> um, but. I think that's those, those, a real those taco. potatoes aren't selling themselves. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they need you to buy the potatoes so they don't go away again. <laughs> oh my god. Um anyway, my name is Nick. My name's Quinn. It is a study and this is